Pat Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Great to have you with us. 888 And at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Well, we like to start out with some poignant uh, tweets from time to time. Like uh, this one from Point of Personal Privilege. Very excited about the upcoming ball. Curious about the car, though. I heard on Pat Gray Unleashed that Jeffy sat in the car. Is the car still in good condition? Oh. Uh, no. And that one was destroyed. Uh, he completely demolished. So they, they gave us a new one. They had to start over. <laughs> oh, wow. Yeah, he completely destroyed it. As like, you can, I mean, as you can well imagine, he got in it. Yeah. So yeah, what are you going mean, to do? I mean, you don't want to. Uh, what are you going to do? You don't want to win a prize if the car <laughs> has no shocks left. Right. Right. Oof. Okay. And if the chassis has just been completely bent in half <laughs> until it's broken. So, yeah, he broke the chassis. Wow. Yeah. <laughs> so, yeah, rest assured, if you uh, go to mercuryone.org and mm-hmm. you uh, enter in the raffle. It's a brand new car. $100 ticket. Um, you're not getting the one that Jeffy N- no, damaged. No, right. Right. <laughs> the one with the broken chassis is not the one we'll be raffling off. <laughs> uh, this is a really nice Mercedes. It's an, it, the brand new A-Class and uh, the technology in it is, I mean, Mercedes always leads the way on that. 888 uh, So anyway, the ball takes place on Saturday the 26th, just just a few weeks from now. I mean, yeah. there's like three weeks, and it's on us. So you have that amount of time to register to enter the raffle. So it's just 100 bucks, and that gets you a ticket and gives you a really good shot. An amazing shot at winning a brand new Mercedes Benz. And need not be present to win. Yeah, that's important. Because if you can't make the ball, and you know, from people from all over the country can't necessarily make it here. If you can, we'd love to have you here. Otherwise, you can still win it, and then we fly you down, and you can drive it home. Uh, so, that's all coming up on uh, October 26th at the Dallas Omni Hotel. Kind of excited about that. Should be and and again, this is the one fundraiser we do, where the where the proceeds go to Mercury One to pay all the bills, to pay this you know the salaries of the employees, the administration stuff, to keep the lights on, you know, pay rent, all of that, so that w- during the course of the year, all of your donations go where you want them to go. I mean, one hundred percent of them. Uh, let me tell you about uh, Patriot Mobile. Patriot Mobile is really the only cell phone company where when you pay your bill they don't turn around and donate to freaky causes like uh you know killing babies oh okay yeah i was gonna say save the whale but no you went save the whales yes but i I went right for it Mm -hmm. but at&t for instance is in the top 10 of the donors and all of these candidates like the top six candidates you look at their at their uh top 10 donors at&t is Sometimes a very top donor, but in almost every case, at top five, if not top ten. So, really amazing. Uh, and if you don't want your money going to those causes, there is Patriot Mobile. You don't have to sacrifice uh, the coverage either because you get the same nationwide coverage. You get U.S.-based customer service. Really important. Yeah, that's very important. You get plans starting as low as 25 bucks a month. And you could still get a, Z, a Moto Z3 Play for only 5 bucks a month. Those are running out so hurry switching is easy too they make it really easy for you go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze or call the u.s based service team at 877-367-7524 
or just go to patriotmobile.com slash blaze. This is Pat Gray Unleashed. A couple of uh, Trump tweets that are fascinating. Uh, President Trump is aware of the new whistleblower. There's a second whistleblower now, if you haven't heard. Uh, He says, uh, President Trump tweeted out, The first so-called second-hand information whistleblower got my phone conversation almost completely wrong. So now word is, they're going to the bench, and another whistleblower is coming in from the deep state. (laughs) Also with second-hand info. Meet with Shifty. Keep them coming. (laughs) They will. Uh, They will. That's the one thing you can count on. They're they're going to attack this guy uh, until either it's you know 2024 and uh, the election has happened. Even then, they won't stop. Or uh, you know he's he's impeached. Uh, it's it's amazing how much they hate him and how desperate they are to get him out of office. And I think they'll go after him after he's gone from office. Uh, yeah, I do too. On other levels. I do too. Um, for the rest of his life, he's going to be facing this kind of scrutiny and ridiculousness. Uh, I can't remember what show we brought this up on. Maybe it was uh, the news and why it matters. We're talking about whether or not uh, it came up anyway. And I thought, that's really interesting. Would he do that? And I thought, yeah, he would do that. He might, you know. Pardon himself? Yeah, him? pardon yeah. himself. <laughs> yeah. Uh, if he when he leaves office, will he pardon himself on his way out the door <laughs> and protect himself from? I I'm not even positive. I'm not sure that's something he could do. I guess you could. The president can pardon whomever he wants. Uh-huh. Uh, so hey, it, it's 2019. Who knows? And if anybody would pardon themselves, it's Donald Trump, mm-hmm. right? <laughs> I mean, he wouldn't have any problem doing that. No. If he thought it was necessary, even if he didn't think it was necessary, he might do it just in case. Um, so, and I, I can't blame him because these guys are insane. They're rabid. They are. They're like rabid animals going after him. Mm-hmm. Well, I mean, they're they're patriots, right? I mean, uh, that's what, no, that's what that's what they keep saying. Yeah, that's that what they keep saying. This is very a patriotic uh, right. duty. I mean, this is uh, yes. m- one of the most important charges that oh, we it's, have. It's constitutional. We're all about the Constitution. <laughs> Look how I mean, it's deeply ingrained in our DNA. The U.S. Constitution. Really, you haven't even spoken about it the whole rest of your career. Yeah, well, well, <laughs> now, all of a sudden. Now we got down the to-do list, <laughs> yeah. and uh, and we're at the point where it's time to talk about the Constitution because it <laughs> wow. serves our purpose. Wow. Yeah. I thought everybody who talked about the Constitution was a right-wing kook, like a nutbag <laughs> of some sort. <laughs> I yeah. guess not now. Huh. huh. Also, uh, the president uh, tweeted out this video, retweeted it, and this is kind of fun, uh, from Donald J. Trump. Lion shifty shift. Now remember, Pinocchio, be a good boy. And always let your conscience be your guide. Mm -hmm. Have you heard from the whistleblower? Do you want to hear from the whistleblower? We have not spoken directly with the whistleblower. Hmm. Just to be clear, you don't know who this uh, alleged whistleblower is or or what they are alleging. Uh, I don't know the identity of the whistleblower. He clearly gave no indication that he had ever met with the whistleblower or anybody on his team had ever met with the whistleblower. We might not have even known there was a whistleblower complaint alleging an urgent concern. Huh. 
Schiff was tipped off about the complaint days before it was filed. <laughs> his office acknowledged that the whistleblower had reached out to his staff member. How does he explain that when clearly at that point the whistleblower had come to Chairman Schiff's committee? I believe he destroyed mm. his credibility. Good question. And he just wasn't honest with how he answered these questions. Perhaps you haven't been telling the truth. Oh, but I have. <laughs> Every single word. <laughs> That's great. Oh. So clearly, Shifty Schiff has, has lied every step of the way mm-hmm. and now we're just we're supposed to believe everything else he says except for the fact that he didn't the only thing he lied about was the whistleblower stuff he okay yes he knew the guy he knew who it was and yes he'd spoken to him uh but everything else yeah. he says is completely completely above board mm-hmm. what about uh when he was <clears throat> um going over the the conversation that the president had and he was at the hearing. Oh yeah, well that so, was all a lie too. But that was just fun, you know. That was just a okay. So it was just a little performance. Okay, so a little uh, performance art is uh, all that was. All right, so 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 take out that he didn't know who the whistleblower yeah. was ahead of time, and uh-huh. take out his performance at right. the hearing, and then everything else. Everything else. Everything else we okay. want you to believe. <laughs> I mean, that's how preposterous it is. That's pretty preposterous. Yeah. Uh-huh. How stupid do you have to be to say, yeah, okay, I believe all the rest. I believe all the rest. You got to be a numbskull, uh, a complete buffoon. But there's plenty of them. <laughs> yeah, there are plenty of them. So this uh, second whistleblower uh, has has uh, come forward. Attorney Mark Zayed, who represents both whistleblowers, said in a text to the AP that the second one has spoken to the intelligence community's internal watchdog and can corroborate information in the original whistleblower complaint. That document alleged Trump pushed Ukraine's president, of course, to you know investigate Joe Biden and his family. And they were withholding uh, aid until such time as they agreed to do that. Now, when you look at the text of, of the call, that does not seem to be the case. Uh, but then these texts came out late last week where uh, it looked, I mean, there there was some back and forth between some of the Trump officials. Uh, one of them was this um, Taylor, and the other one was Sondland, and they were going back and forth about uh, the phone call <clears throat> and the and what they were going to say, I guess, to Ukraine's President Zelensky. And so the message from Taylor, the text he sent out, was uh, the message to the Ukrainians and Russians we send with the decision on security assistance is key. Uh, With the hold, we have already shaken their faith in us. So he's talking about we're withholding the aid from them for now. Thus my nightmare scenario, he said counting on you to be right about this interview, Gordon. Anyway, then Gordon Sunland says, Bill, I never said I was right. I said we are where we are and believe we have identified the best pathway forward. Let's hope it works. Still talking about the call to the Ukrainians. Then Bill Taylor says, as I said on the phone, as I said on the phone, so he's covering his butt right now and making sure that he puts in a text message that he already said this. I think it's crazy to withhold security assistance for help with a political campaign. 
obviously setting up the whole thing against Trump right here. Then uh, Gordon Sondland says, Bill, I believe you're incorrect about President Trump's intentions. The president has been clear. No quid pro quos of any kind. The president is trying to evaluate whether Ukraine is truly going to adopt the transparency and reforms that President Zelensky promised during his campaign. I suggest we stop the back and forth by text. If you still have concerns, I recommend you give Lisa Kenna, whoever that is, or S, I don't know who S is either, uh, give them a call to discuss them directly. Thanks. Uh, And so this back and forth kept happening. And... Um, this Bill Taylor continued to to tell uh, Gordon Sundland that he was upset with this quid pro quo that was going on, with withholding our aid to them uh, in lieu of them agreeing to investigate the Bidens. Well, four hours go by. Sondland had apparently gone to talk to the president about it, and and. And Sondland finally said, look, this, that's not what we're doing here. But they, the left has been using this as, see, there's the evidence right there. There's the smoking gun. The text from, from Sondland and, and Taylor tells you the whole story. That's what we've been saying the whole time. But I think this is Bill Taylor just trying to set the stage. Um, and there's some... There are some players inside the White House, inside the administration, apparently, that are not friendly to the president. Uh, there are some people that are working against him pretty seriously here. And it looks to me like uh, Bill Taylor was one of them. So no wonder there are so many whistleblowers. you got people like this telling people all kinds of things. Uh, this This probably won't be the last of what we hear. Because if you've got... People like this who are working for him, but yet working against him. And then we're going to hear a lot more. There's a lot more where, the, where this stuff comes from. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. 9393 Also at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Let me take 60 seconds and tell you about Home Title Lock. Um, speaking of annoying calls, uh, those robocalls that we all get, and I get, I don't know, at least four a day. And sometimes more than that. And I thought that there were some federal things they were doing about that, right? They got together with a phone company and said, okay, you guys can stop these calls, these scam calls. Uh, It doesn't seem to be happening. Um, So you got to be careful because these scammers are trying to steal a lot of information from you. And if they get your home's title online and then they just transfer the, the title into their name, forge your signature and it looks like you sold them their house, well, then you're in a lot of trouble because then they they take out a home equity loan against uh, your equity. You get stuck with the payments. You don't want that to happen. The bank can't shut that down. Uh, LifeLock can't shut that down, even though they do such a great job on other forms of ID theft. It is home title locks purview that they watch out for your uh, title and mortgage. And when the home is transferred to another person, they call you and say, hey, did you just sell your home? And if not, they shut that whole transaction down. They make sure that a a stop is put on that before it does you a whole lot of damage. So knowing that there is a chance that this could happen, I hope you do the smart thing and 
Go to HomeTitleLock.com. Right now, you can get 60 risk-free days of protection. Register your address and verify that you're not already a victim. Protect your home's title and protect your home from being stolen. Go to HomeTitleLock.com. That's HomeTitleLock.com. Pat Gray. All right. I love the fact that Nancy Pelosi has outlined just exactly what they're doing to the president and how they're doing it. Wait, what? Yeah, she's she didn't know she was doing that at the time, but that's exactly what she's doing. Uh, somebody found this audio from uh, this this uh, yeah C-SPAN. Yeah, uh, somebody it's sent this on to C-SPAN. Us. Yeah, somebody sent this to us from uh, June twenty second in twenty seventeen. Yeah, yeah. So she's obviously talking about Republicans here, right? Yes, uh, she's talking about Republicans and how, and they, how they smear they and use the media. Huh. And the point is, huh. um, wow, she just laid out exactly what they're doing to Trump right now. And it's interesting because we've said this a million times. Mm-hmm. The Democrats accuse the Republicans of all the things that they do on a regular basis. Now Republicans. I don't think they're smart enough to do any of this stuff. <laughs> they're just, they don't do any of it. Uh-huh. They, you talk about the do-nothing party. Uh, to me, that's far more Republicans than Democrats. D- Democrats are always scheming and scamming something. But here's what she said uh, about this is kind of the anatomy of the smear tactic. And it's a diversionary tactic. It's a self-fulfilling problem. You demonize, uh, and then you, it, we call it the wrap-up smear. If you want to talk politics, we call it the wrap-up smear. You smear somebody with mm-hmm. falsehoods and all the rest, uh-huh. and then you merchandise it. Huh. And then you write it, right. and they'll say, see, it's reported in the press yeah. that this, 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 and this. So they have that validation that the press reported the smear, mm. and then it's called the wrap-up smear. Now I'm going to merchandise the press's report on the smear <laughs> that we made. And it's, it's a tactic. Yeah. And it's, it's, it's yeah. self-evident. Uh-huh. Yes. All that is true. That's think, exactly what she's done. I think she kind of slipped up there toward the end, uh, and it's a smear that we made. Wait. <laughs> the, well, I thought you were talking about, you were yeah. just talking Wait. about the GOP. <laughs> Wow. Yeah, she almost got a little too honest there. <laughs> oh, that's great. Oh, boy. I mean, that's exactly... Like, she's saying that then the, the media reports it. Like, the media mm-hmm. is doing the bidding of the Republican Carry, Party. the water, yep. Yeah, come mm-hmm. on. I mean, we all know better than that. That is asinine. But uh, she was also talking about uh, impeach, impeachment, and uh, this is a... Last like week. last week, yeah, uh-huh. impeachment and comparing that to uh, something else as well known. Impeaching mm-hmm. a president or having the investigation to impeach a president is not mm-hmm. uh, anything to be uh, mm-hmm. joyful about. Oh. I, I don't know that anybody's joyful, but it is a sad time. Yep. And as you've heard me say over and over again, mm-hmm. the dark days of the revolution, Thomas Paine said, the times have found us. We think the times have found us now. Not that we place ourselves in a category of greatness Mm -hmm. of our founders, but we do place ourselves in a time of urgency on the threat to the Constitution, a system of checks and balances uh, that is uh, being made. Uh, It is, um, they fought for our independence, they declared independence, they fought and won, they established 
yeah. a democracy. Thank God they made the Constitution amendable so we could always ever be expanding freedom. Right. And we see so the actions of this president being an assault abortion. on the Constitution. Uh, once mm-hmm. we had his even admission to that, we had no choice. Yeah. Uh, remember the famous words from Thomas Paine, mm-hmm. the times have found us. The, the times have found us. I like how she <laughs> repeats her inaccurate statement. <laughs> the times have found us. The times have found us. Are you talking about the times that try men's soul? Is that what you're talking about? Because the times have found us. I don't think uh, I don't think he said that. The times have found us. The times have found us. Uh, but fortunately, yeah, the Constitution could be amended because that's uh, that has done them a great deal of good. We should revisit that just about every amendment uh, since the fourteenth. Let's say, let's say, cut it off at the fourteenth, and then this republic would return to its greatness. Uh, but you know, just not going to happen anytime soon. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter. By the way, I am uh, wearing today this. Oh yeah, you are really cool, Pat Gray Unleashed. Oh, that's cool uh, shirt, so that you can uh, you can see what you could actually buy at the uh, Blazed dot. How does it go? The shop. Uh, shop. Dot, uh, shop. Dot the blaze. The blaze. Dot com slash Pat. That's how it goes. Mm-hmm. All right, and, and uh, we got handsome merchandise like this. Yeah, and and the winter caps. You know, there's a chill. Uh, oh my gosh, deeping down in, in in the country now, and uh, the chill began, I guess, last night when the humidity got blown out of here by the wind, and then uh, and then it started to cool down. It went from like I don't know, mid nineties, upper nineties. I think it was ninety six yesterday, and overnight it mm-hmm. dropped all the way to sixty four degrees. And so it felt and like winter, midwinter to well, us. I was at the uh, the Texans game yesterday down in Houston, and uh, toward the end of the game, uh, they they put like the local weather chick up there for like twenty thirty seconds, just talking about the forecast. Yeah, and when they when they when she said that uh, the cold front comes through tonight and our temperatures tomorrow only in the eighties, like the crowd roared. It was hysterical. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Um, but uh, here in uh, Dallas, Saturday morning could be in the 40s. Wow. That's, I can't yeah. wait. I saw Friday's forecasted high was 65. Mm. 65! Mm-hmm. Love that. Snow up in the Dakotas right now. Nice. By the way. Okay. And uh, it's uh, it's about <clears throat> time. I mean, it took fall long enough to get here. Yeah, really uh, good. But, we we uh, had a, I think it was the hottest September ever. Mm-hmm. And we're all a little tired of it, so this would be nice. Yeah, so go get a winter cap, a Pat Gray Unleashed cap. Uh, mm-hmm. Like what you got? An assortment of colors, by the way. Especially if you live in the north, you need that right now. Yeah. Uh huh. Over the weekend, uh, Joker, the Joker just crushed box office records. Uh, it was the biggest October opening ever. $93.5 million uh, for Joker. Over the, Did you see it? You didn't see it, right? Because no. you were traveling with your daughter. Yeah, yeah, we went all over the southeast. I think Jeffy did see it. Um, so maybe he'll tell us when he gets here today how, how what he thought of it. But if you if you saw it, I'd love to hear your thoughts yeah, on it. Yeah, I want to see that. Yeah, it looks, it looks really good. Uh, Abominable was number two. What is that about, anyway? Yeah, it's a, an animated thing about an, the Abominable Snowman. I, yeah, yeah, me yeah, too. Scratch. Me too. <laughs> So Joker at ninety three point five, then Abominable had twelve million. So quite a disparity there. 
Downton Abbey is still hanging in there. Eight million seventy three point six since it came out. Uh, Hustlers six point three million. That that made a lot. It's ninety one. Uh, 91 million for its run. It only cost 20 million to make, so that did really well. It Chapter Two is at uh, five million, two hundred and two million since it, it came out. Ad Astra did not do well. Jeez, four million five hundred thousand, forty three point six million since it came out. Doesn't say what that cost, but it had to be a lot. Space Epics with Brad Pitt in them. Uh, that's got to cost you some money. So forty three million. Mm, not that great. I thought it was a pretty good movie. I didn't think it was great, but it was good. Then there's Judy. That's about Judy Garland uh, with um, Renee Zellweger as Judy Garland. Mm, I didn't know that was even a thing. Yeah. It made $4 million this week. It's up to $8.9 million in two weeks. That's not doing mm. well either. Nobody cares. Uh, Rambo Last Blood. Shh, that's kind of dead on arrival as well. Three point five million in its third week. It's up to thirty nine million overall. Cost fifty million to make. Mm. Uh, then War, which I'm not familiar with, uh, and Good Boys round uh, out the top ten. Rob down the hall there was um, <laughs> wondering if maybe that Judy movie. I think you clarified it's Judy Garland. It's not about the listener Judy who takes everything you say literally. <laughs> no, it uh, is. I would love to see an, uh, a biopic on her. Huh? Uh, yeah, that uh, that I would go see. That. Uh, uh, the woman who takes everything literally. That would be fun. That's the March 1st, 2019 uh, Pat Gray Unleashed <laughs> podcast if you'd like to go and revisit that fun show. March 1st. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also, speaking of the president, as we have been uh, since the show began, uh, he also called for uh, Mitt Romney's impeachment. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah, I love him. Don't you? You got to love him. We're going to impeach a U.S. senator because he said something mean about the president, and uh, that's I, uh, it's, uh, that's, uh, that's, that's President Trump. Mm. Um, he said, I'm hearing that the great people of Utah are, con- are considering their vote for the pompous Senator Mitt Romney to be a mistake. I agree. He's a fool who's playing right into the hands of the do-nothing Democrats. And then he added the uh, all caps hashtag impeach Mitt Romney. <laughs> that is quintessential Donald Trump. Uh, his impeachment came hours after he un- unleashed on the Utah senator, calling him a pompous ass who never knew how to win. Somebody please wake up Mitt Romney and tell him that my conversation with the Ukrainian president was a congenial and very appropriate one. And my statement on China pertained to corruption, not politics. If Mitt worked this hard on Obama, he could have won. Sadly, he choked. (laughs) Mitt Romney never knew how to win. He's a pompous A who has been fighting me from the beginning, except when he begged me for my endorsement for his Senate run. Like a dog. I gave it to him. And when he begged me to be Secretary of State, I didn't give it to him. He is so bad for ours. Uh, Republicans, cookies <laughs> meaning there. <laughs> uh, so he's starting the impeachment Romney campaign, and uh, I guess Romney did uh, call his comments wrong and appalling. Uh, he and because uh, and that's those were his comments. I think about China when he talked about he when he asked for China's help 
to look into uh, the corruption. And again, I guess you could say that's political, but you can also say that's in the best interest of the United States because if there was a vice president of the United States who was uh, dirty dealing with China and with Ukraine, then we should know about that. And we should be able to do something about that. That and, and draining the U.S. Treasury of, what was it, uh, $8 billion, I think, uh, was the number Altogether. Glenn had um, yeah. in a special. Yeah, it was a uh, bunch. Yeah, definitely something that uh, we need to be made aware of. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. I mean, when you think of that, that's our money. That's not, you know, that's not the U.S. government's money. That is our money. We are the people who fund the U.S. government. It's not like the U.S. government has a grocery store or something that they're making money on. They don't. They don't have a shop.thegovernment.com <laughs> website, as far as I know. <laughs> so <Slash> that's Trump. <laughs> yeah, that's that's our money. And and you know, Glenn made a, a great case uh, pointing all of that out last week on the special. All right, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Also uh, at Pat Unleashed on Twitter, we've got these. Uh, Rashida Talib stuff uh, to get to soon. Um, also, we find out that uh, Joe Biden isn't real happy about being asked mm. any questions mm. about the Ukraine situation. Oh, uh, he doesn't like it. He doesn't like it. It's, it's interesting when things don't go exactly how the Democrats want. It's fun to watch him respond. Uh, that's coming up. Triple eight nine hundred. 3393 edit Pat Unleashed on Twitter where Occam's Electric Razor tweets uh, the actual image of uh, Jeffy JFR inspecting the M1 ball Mercedes and I think we've got a shot of that there it is right there oh man yeah, oh. See, see what happened there so yeah so we'll replace that yeah. with, a, with an actual brand new <laughs> undamaged Mercedes if you win the raffle at mercuryone.org uh, this from Sure Girl M. How dare you defame Jeffy's good name while he's not in the room to defend himself? Uh, well, I think he'd be. Wait, I got a couple problems wrong with that tweet there, Sure yeah. Girl M. First of all, it's not it's not a good name. Yeah, yeah. It's Jeffy's good name. <laughs> Do you know Jeffy at all? And um, <laughs> and if he was in the room, he'd be agreeing with us. Well, yeah, I was going to make so. some joke about how does he fit into the room, but uh, right, nah. right, okay. <laughs> Uh, Michael NP seventeen oh one. What happens on the left if and when Trump is elected in a landslide in a year? Mm. Be interesting to see. I hope mm. that happens. Uh, Kristen, congrats, guys! Trump's campaign manager retweeted Glenn's Ukraine special. Woo! Did he? That's fun. I. We said this Friday that they should be doing that. That President Trump should do that. Somebody should do that. And apparently they did. Good. All right. Well, that's smart because I mean that's just, that is damning to the to the Biden family, to Joe, to Hunter. I mean to Barack Obama, to Barack Obama. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Uh, Kara tweets. Curious why why didn't the firsthand knowledge whistleblower come forward before this hearsay uh, whistleblower? <laughs> I'd like to know that too, and I'd like to know who that firsthand whistleblower is, who told the information to the whistleblower. I want Jim Jordan to demand an answer to that. Yeah. That would be nice. That would be nice. Wow. So, yeah, why wouldn't, if you have multiple whistleblowers, <laughs> mm-hmm. why would you bury the lead? Why would you, um, the, the guy who is a first-hand knowledge. Yeah, let's go to the source. 
why are we why are we playing with the person that overheard it at you know exactly let's find out club meeting or whatever find out from the cia operative he supposedly is one okay who gave you this information let's talk to that person okay the person that was in the room or on the phone call or whatever let's talk to that person let's find out who that is and i'm kind of surprised that president trump's not talking about that like who is divulging this kind of information to people that's a bad leak that you've got going on there that's Eh, it needs to be shored up a little bit, I would think. Uh, all right, let's take a look at what's going on with the Democrats right now uh, and their campaigns. Of course, we know Bernie had a little heart event, very similar to what happened with Jeffy uh, earlier this year. He had, I think, blockage in one artery. Jeffy had two, I believe. Uh, but he had a stint put in, and uh, so that takes a toll on you. And he's already out of the hospital now, and he's at home recuperating. And here, here he is with his wife uh, talking about what's coming. Up. Hello, everybody. I'm in Las Vegas. Hi. I just got out of the hospital a few hours ago, and I'm feeling so much better. I just want to thank all of you for the love and warm wishes uh, that you sent to me. Uh, see you soon on the campaign trail. Thank you all so much. It really made a difference. Good. All right. Thank you both. That's great. That's wonderful. So he's fully intending, it looks like, to keep going. He's he's full steam ahead on the campaign. Uh, I don't know. Yeah, his campaign has come out and said it was an actual heart attack. Um, so there you go. So was Jeffy's, but we call it a heart event because oh, that okay. makes it sound better for Jeffy. Uh, <laughs> okay. All right. But in Bernie's case, I think we should call it a heart attack because that's what it was. Mm-hmm. And, and you don't want... I mean, I, I don't. Are his supporters okay with electing a guy who just had a heart attack? He's going to be okay for the next four to eight years, and you're pretty confident about that. <laughs> okay, all right. Oh boy, and and again, um, Bernie. You know, in sincerity, um, we're glad that you are healthy. Yes, we're glad that that you survived this. Right. Um, Please stop lying about American health insurance and health coverage. Um, you're welcome yeah. um, as a, yeah. a servant of the people. Right? Did you the, go to Canada for the yeah. for the surgery there for the stent in yeah. your artery? I don't think so. And as as one of millions who fund your uh, health care, mm-hmm. um, you're welcome. Okay, because you have this elite uh, health care mm-hmm. provided to you mm-hmm. as a sitting U.S. senator, as you should. Mm-hmm. Um, I just uh, I want you to uh, go ahead and acknowledge that. So you're welcome. Yeah, okay. and we don't want anything bad to happen to Bernie. I, I just want him out of you know not to run for president because uh, he'd be a nightmare, an absolute socialist nightmare. Now, if this had been Trump who had a heart event, the left would be singing, dancing. There would be celebrations all over the place. I haven't seen any of that. Maybe there's been some. Have you seen anybody who has expressed glee? Just the opposite over Bernie Sanders on the right. No, never, never. Uh, just despicable people on the left. Speaking of which, uh, Beto. Hey, Beto had uh, an interesting uh, weekend. He, you know, we saw him last week. We saw yep. him get his flu shot. Flu shot time. Mm-hmm. Well, now we we get to see him uh, uh, looking for some other kind of uh, he, treatment to his arm. He likes art. Yeah, he likes art, and he's getting let to. <laughs> And there he is getting a tat. 
Uh-huh. Uh, and it's a tat of uh, Donald Trump <laughs> on his arm. <laughs> I wish that were real. Wouldn't That's that be awesome. great? That is awesome. That's well done, though. That looks like it's real. Sure is. So great. <laughs> uh, Marianne Williamson is going to appear at Gwyneth Paul- Paltrow's uh, Goop, Goop Wellness Summit. Uh, so has has Gwyneth Paltrow actually endorsed Marianne Williamson? Oh, I don't know. Or I mean, that's a co- that, that is a coveted endorsement. The, <laughs> yes, the Gwyneth Paltrow. <laughs> yes. Uh. Well, that could put her over the top. I mean, from two percent to over the top. Everybody's waiting to hear. Well, who does Gwyneth want? How do I know who to vote for? Who's Gwyneth voting for? Well, who does Gwyneth like? Um. The 2020 presidential candidate will participate in a chat with Paltrow and Elise Lonen, the chief content officer of uh, her lifestyle company, Goop. Goop. And that summit will take place in San Francisco on November 16th. So we got that. We've got some time to prepare uh, and look forward to it. Did she qualify for? I don't. Did she qualify for the upcoming debate? I don't think so. Let me Which look. is, I think, next week now, isn't it? Yeah, let's see. I'll get back to you. So, Marianne Williamson raised $200,000 in the third quarter. Okay, everybody's coming in with these figures. I don't know if that's right. It says .2 million. Yeah, it might be a typo. I think it's $2 million. I may be wrong, but... Uh, I... Really? I would not be surprised if it's .2 million. That's what it says in the article. Okay, that's the... uh... I'm looking at. I'll have to look that now. out. What, what is that? Third quarter. Third quarter. Did she raise only two hundred thousand dollars in the third quarter? I don't think so. Okay, let me look. <laughs> Too many tabs open here. She raised. She, uh, okay, three million dollars. She uh, raised three in the million. Third quarter, doubling her previous haul. Okay, so this is inaccurate. So, yeah, she I didn't an, raise point two million. Dot in that paragraph. I know what you're talking. Okay. About, yeah. Yeah. That. That, uh, but that would been that would be a, that's also a weird way to put it. Yeah. If if she raised two hundred thousand, you'd put two hundred thousand. That's point the thing, though. There are so many typos in publications now. Yeah, it is out of control. It's amazing. And this is the hill. Yeah, this is that's the an, hill. It's an epidemic. It is how it's bad. many it's um, typos and misspelled words and yep, just syntax errors. Just yep. crazy stuff. Uh, let's see. I three million. In the third quarter, yeah, that that was according hmm. to uh, I already closed uh, CNN on that one. Oh, well, that's fake news, so it's probably right. Just point that's, two, yeah. Um, here's the fifteen that will be on the stage. Okay, this is fifteen the, now. Okay, this what day is uh, this? Story? What day is the story? No, no, no. This is an old. Sorry. Oh, it's just twelve. It's just twelve. Okay, but unfortunately, Still, every news story that I click for the list of twelve wants me to sign up or 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 get donate. Some, here we go. Got it. Here we go. The 12, and a pop-up ad from Fortune Magazine. I want to thank you for that. Okay. Uh, Joe Biden, Cory Booker, Pete Buttigieg, mm-hmm. uh, Julian Castro, Tulsi Gabbard, mm-hmm. Kamala Harris, mm-hmm. Amy Klobuchar. All right. Really? Uh, Beto O'Rourke, uh, oh, Bernie Sanders, Tom Steyer. Tom Steyer made it. Uh! Elizabeth Warren and Andrew Yang. So we did not hear Marianne Williamson no. named among them. Wow. And yet she's still holding on to the Goop Summit uh, on November 16th. Yeah. You're, All right. You're, I mean, she's planning way out there. Yeah, she's, she is. She's not going anywhere, huh? Wow. Okay. 
All right. Uh, you know, these days you, you go online and you get these phony ads hawking health powders and, and drinks. They have catchy headlines like, Doctors save man with this weird trick. <laughs> then you click on that and you have to sit through some long video presentation with some guy in a lab coat pitching you the the nonsense. So you buy today. Well, our friends at Brickhouse Nutrition, which... At Brickhouse Nutrition, there's actual doctors and professional human performance experts. They got fed up with all the nonsense on the market, and they wanted to create a quality product that actually would improve your health. And that's how Field of Greens was born. Just one scoop of it has a full serving of real USDA certified organic fruits and vegetables that boost your immunity using antioxidants and pre and, po- uh, pre and probiotics. Go to BrickhousePat.com, get 15% off your first order when you use the offer code PAT. BrickhousePat.com, offer code PAT. Pat Gray Unleashed. All right, 888-900-3393. Let's go to Sam in Texas. Hey, Sam, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Uh, good here. You guys uh, wanted to just bring up the BlackBerry phone that uh, Obama had for years. Mm-hmm. It was untraceable. He could make any calls he wanted to. He could send selfies to Putin from the bathroom if he wanted to. Just yeah, yeah. I mean, what what's going on there? Yeah, and nobody cared about that. Nobody said word one about that. I uh, appreciate it. That's a good point. Thanks, Sam. Uh, yeah, so many of the things that Obama got away with, uh, this president is held to a completely different standard. Yeah, I remember seeing one story um, early on in his presidency. What are the security risks of having uh, a BlackBerry um, the president keeps with him? Yeah, and he just blew it off. Yeah, and that was it. And that we There's didn't not, It's a, no, no big deal. How about who are you communicating with on that? <laughs> yeah, right. Seriously. And what kind of deals are you making with people? And... Not only that, but we have the wide open conversation with Medvedev when he's talking about after this election, I'll have a lot more leeway to do whatever I want to do. And so then Medvedev said, oh, yeah, I'll communicate that to Vladimir. Oh, okay. Nobody cared about that. There was no collusion there with the Russian president. And if you have a problem with this, then you're a racist. Exactly. Wait, what? I mean, you, you talk about, I mean, they're trying to make... They're trying to make this uh, Trump stuff about treason. That could really be construed as treason. Mm-hmm. What what Obama said to Medvedev. Did CNN care about that? Not in the least. Nope. MSNBC? Uh-uh. Uh, Larry in Georgia. You're on the blaze. Hi. Hello. How you doing? Good. Good morning. Uh, you were just talking about Bernie Sanders. Mm-hmm. Okay. You know, this is going to give him a really good excuse to drop out. Yes, it will. Because his numbers are going down. Yeah. That would be a real good excuse. Appreciate it. Thanks, Larry. Yeah, it would. It would. It, and, a, and an excuse it would allow him to save face. You know, I'm stepping down for my health. And maybe he'll do that because he is sinking in the, in the, in the uh, polls right now. They, uh, they just had a new poll out. <clears throat> from someone hmm. looking for it here. Oh, it's from The Economist. And Elizabeth Warren 
is at the tippy top of the of the list at 26%, followed by Joe Biden at 22. Bernie Sanders at 14. Uh, Pete Buttigieg at 7. And uh, Kamala Harris at 5. I see that he's third in South Carolina right now. This uh, was just released yesterday by Fox News. Yeah. Biden 41, Warren 12, Sanders 10. Wisconsin has him uh, 17. He's in third place there as well. Third. So, uh, you know, that's a, a big deal because when he entered the race, I mean, he was the leader. He mm-hmm. was the person to beat for a long time until Joe Biden got in. And then he was second for a long time. And now Elizabeth Warren has passed him up. I, so, it's a, first of all, it's a little bit embarrassing to him, I'm, I'm sure. But he probably thinks he can get back that support uh, he, if he can keep going. And then maybe once he sees that he's not getting any traction, maybe he'll uh, maybe he'll step down. By the way, um, somehow I end up on these lists um, where I get you know press releases and letters and stuff like that from candidates um, because at one point or another I reached out to a campaign. And so I guess four years ago uh, when I was with Glenn's show trying to get Bernie on, who of course. Uh, Ignored us. Well, mm-hmm. actually, they didn't ignore us. They just outright said, nah, no, we're good. Thanks. But uh, I love this. Uh, over the weekend, uh, sent uh, out a, um, a uh, press release or a letter to supporters. And uh, Pat, why don't you take a look and see how uh, Bernie signed off? Uh, what is his uh, goodbye uh, uh, thing there at the end? <laughs> what does he say? Uh, well, let's see. Thank you. None of us know when a medical emergency might affect us, and no one should fear going bankrupt if it occurs. It's time for Medicare for All. In solidarity, Bernie Sanders. Thank you, Comrade Bernie. In solidarity. (laughs) Little communist lingo there for you. Uh, Oh, yeah. It's, It's really, if you look for it, you will find it with all of these candidates. And, you know, the thing is, he admits it at least. Elizabeth Warren doesn't admit it. Uh, she claims to be a capitalist while just pushing socialism and communism down our throats. So at least, you know, at least Bernie is honest about it. Yeah. Hmm. Although he's not honest about the outcome of socialism, that's for sure. Uh, and he always points to the states that aren't really socialist states. They just have... You know, a lot of socialist programs like Denmark or Sweden and Norway and Finland. Uh, And by the way, those countries are, they do not have the kind of lifestyle Americans have. Not only that, they are protected by our armed forces. (laughs) Yes. So um, your little socialist paradises over there, if that's what you want to call them, they exist under the protection of our umbrella. So you're welcome. And a little peek into uh, the mind of... Joe Biden, when asked by reporters about his about the Ukraine situation, uh, he gets a little testy. How is your role as vice president in, uh, in charge of policy in Ukraine and your son's job in Ukraine? How is that not a conflict of interest? It's not a conflict of interest. There's been no indication no. of any conflict of interest from Ukraine or anywhere else. But even period. I'm not going to. I'm not going to respond to that. Let's focus on the problem. Focus on this man, what he's doing that no president has ever done. No president. What was it uh, Nancy Pelosi said in the anatomy of a smear? Uh, dis- distract and uh, deflect. 
And that's exactly, let's focus on this man. Hey, you're looking at the wrong part. Look over there. Yeah. Don't look at me. Look over there. <laughs> look at the other guy. My poll numbers wow. are slipping, y'all. I thought we were on the same team. What's going on here? Wow. <laughs> and he's at um, his SEIU as he's I saw that in that. the background. <laughs> <laughs> that's great. Oh, SEIU has really lost uh, some prominence, it seems, over the last few years. Nobody talks about him anymore. Uh, and the... The I don't even know who the head of SEIU is anymore. Yeah, uh, they, they, so, were, they were used as a vessel um, to communicate. Yeah, uh, they served Obama's, their purpose. Yep, and now we're gone. Bye, see ya. Mm-hmm. In fact, I remember a few years after Obamacare passed, they were talking about how I'd have to find this story, but they were not happy with Obamacare as their uh, health care plan. Well, oh, I remember that. Well, thank you yeah. for helping make it happen, SEIU. Right. Uh, right. See. Who heads up the SEIU now? Hmm. Uh, kind of fun to see uh, Joe's testiness come out. Yeah, through he there, was though. not happy. Not happy don't, about don't that. Be asking me How real questions. Dare you ask me a, a question that's dare not? Dare you? It's not friendly. <laughs> <laughs> How uh, dare you? Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three, and it Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Matt Gray is here on the Blaze Radio Network. Welcome. Great to have you with us. 888 October 7th already. Sheesh. Like a little over three weeks away from Halloween. Just about to head into the Christmas season. Man, time goes by really fast. Mm-hmm. And yet it's still a billion degrees. Actually, last night it just <laughs> changed for us. A little uh, a little chill blew into the Dallas-Fort Worth Metroplex and knocked the temperature all the way down to 64 overnight. 64 chilly degrees. And believe me, that felt chilly. Yeah, this morning. it did. <laughs> I was putting gas in my car and that wind is blowing. I thought, wow, that's like, it's what is it, six below zero? <laughs> <laughs> It's all a matter of perspective. Yes, it is. Mm-hmm. Uh, all right. Uh, Pat Unleashed, the Steve42 tweets, uh, $5 says, Twitter deletes Trump's retweet of back on the Ukraine special for copyright violation. Hmm. <laughs> Wouldn't surprise me. No kidding. Just too muck and fudge. Uh, love and warm wishes are welcome, but thoughts and prayers are not. <clears throat> Got it. Thanks, Burn. Wow, yeah. Z-Bones. Why didn't Bernie go to a hospital in Venezuela or Canada for their wonderful socialized health care as opposed to an American hospital? I, I guess proximity, because you know he'd prefer Venezuela's health care. It's way better than ours. Uh, you know, so is Guam's, even though they're just in American, they're in American territory, actually. Um, but uh, the, Republic, the Democratic Republic of Congo. Oh, yeah, I've Their health care is way better than ours. Yes. He would have preferred to go there, I'm pretty sure. Yeah, DRC. <clears throat> yeah. Yeah, the wonderful DRC. Andrew Morales tweets, Lest we forget, when the left demanded Trump's health evaluation be made public. <clears throat> so, yep. we should expect the same with Bernie's right. people, Let's right? Let's go. Let's. <clears throat> yep. I need to get, see some EKGs. From Steve. I don't want anything bad to happen to Bernie, except lose, losing the election. Well, yes, mm-hmm. exactly. Constitutional drunk, 
Goop is that stuff between Gwyneth Paltrow's ears. <laughs> Strange uh, thing to name your website after, but okay. Isn't it? Yeah, it is. Yes, it really is. Study that finds more than a quarter of Americans haven't even cracked open a book in the last year. Not even opened one? Hmm. Weird. Oh, 25%. Yeah, I could believe that. New study issued by the Pew Research Center reported that more than a quarter of American adults had not even read a book, even part of a book, within the last year. Wow. Uh, Roughly 7 in 10 U.S. adults say they have read a book in the past 12 months in any format, a figure that has remained largely unchanged since 2012. That leaves 27% who reported not reading at least some of a book in the last 12 months. Yeah, they could be busy. You could be not interested. I mean, there's a lot of people who just aren't interested in reading. That's too bad. Yeah, it is too bad. But, you know, that's why I wait for the movie to come out. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't... Got to read Kenton Long's book, you know, Prodigal Sons of Liberty. If you <clears> haven't <throat> done that yet. Oh, yeah. That's a book you need to open up. Uh, most of those who had read books, 65%, said they had read the book in print. Really? Wow. So 65%? Are reading an actual physical copy of a book? Instead I of the electronic one. Huh? Wow, huh. I almost always use an ebook. Don't you? Uh, no. Oh, you don't? Oh, I I don't read ebooks at all. I read regular books. Really? I yeah, I can't do that whole. Why? I don't know. I just I like to have the book. Are you a communist? Quite possibly. <laughs> no, because if that were the case, I'd burn them and want them rewritten digitally. Right? Yeah, that could be. Okay. Yeah. All right. Uh. And then they'd all be lost if we ever have an EMP. So, yeah. yeah. So who's the communist now, sir? Uh, you are. You are. Wait, how did you turn you that You still around? are. I don't know. It just works out that way. You still That's are. That's true. <laughs> <Okay. laughs> and she can't lie, you know, because she's in touch with a higher plane of yeah, consciousness. Yeah, she talks to horses. Yeah. That's and true. trees. And trees. Trees. Yeah, I uh, forgot about that. So, um, yeah, I, because I love thinking about a book or hearing about a book and then somebody recommends a book. In 10 seconds, I can have that book. I love that. And so my, my reading is mostly done that way. Uh, but this is interesting because so 72% have read a book. About 12, 27% reported not reading a book. And then 1% either said they didn't know or they refused what? to answer. Have you read a book in the, in the last year? Uh, I don't know. I don't know. I I don't know. I, I don't know me. I don't know what I do. What? If your answer I, is, I don't how know. How could it be, I don't know if I've read a book? I'm going to say you're in the category of you didn't read a book. You didn't read one. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> At least that's a pretty low percentage this time. 1% uh-huh. said they didn't know. Uh, I don't know. <laughs> hey, have you read a book in the last uh, 12 months either... You know, on an e-format or hard copy. Uh, I don't know. Who does? Like, if you don't know what you've done, who does? <laughs> <laughs> That's great. Uh, oh boy. I like that better than, I don't know what a person I'm going to vote for. I don't know. Oh, my goodness. Some of America's <laughs> best readers are apparently young people, according to Pew. U.S. adults... Between the ages of sixteen, no, eighteen and twenty-nine, were more likely to read a print book. What? Seventy-four percent, and more likely to read an e-book. Mm-hmm. 
thirty-four percent. So wow. they're more likely to read in any format. Yeah, but what I are guess. young people reading? I'm afraid to ask. <sighs> what books? Uh, it doesn't. Yeah, I don't know. Mm. I don't know. Communist manifestos. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Perhaps. Let me take a minute to tell you about uh, realestateagentsitrust.com. This is a great network of realtors who really uh, care about their clients. They really care about uh, you know whether you sell your house quickly and for the most money or whether you can buy a house for the best value, get the most out of your money. Because they know the market that you're in. They, they know what they're doing. They've got great marketing plans. They have great track records. These are successful realtors. And that's what you want when you're turning to a realtor. You don't want somebody who does this, you know, they just dabble in it. And, yeah, sometimes I sell it, sometimes I don't. That doesn't work real well. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com. We'll introduce you to the best agent in your area, especially if you're looking to relocate. You've got to sell and buy at each end of your move. So go to realestateagentsitrust.com and you will find a great agent. realestateagentsitrust.com This is Pat Gray Unleashed. Uh, before you get started, mm-hmm. can I just point out, mm. please tell me you changed shirts and it's not just my brain playing tricks on me. Weren't mm-hmm. you in a white shirt earlier? Yes, I was. Yes. And now so you I'm, did change shirts. I did change shirts. Okay. Oof. Yes. I'm showing the vast array I of see colors. That. You both are black stealth. and white on the Pat Gray Unleashed. Look at you. Shop.theblaze.com slash Pat. <laughs> That's awesome. Aren't they cool? cool? Yes. I, I've worn that. these a few times and like everybody comments on them. So it's good uh, stuff. Yeah, sure. yeah. Mm-hmm. Don't forget, you know, it's cold too. You got to get a winter cap. Just saying. Right. Mm-hmm. And they, those come in a myriad of colors, right? Oh, boy. Yes. I got so many of these I could share with you if you want me to. I got to see oh. like that. Green. Oh, I like that. Yep. That's a good green. There's, like, uh, there's gray. All right. For Pat Gray. It's a Pat Gray Gray. Uh, there's black. Uh, I think there's some blue ones or something. I think there's other hmm. ones, too, that I just don't have. Uh, oh, there's a navy blue one. Okay. Got a stockpile there. So get ready for winter. Shop.theblaze.com slash Pat. I think there's even other colors uh, beyond just what I have. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. Get over there. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Rashida Tlaib discussing the possible arrest of administration officials. <laughs> I don't know. Is this a town hall? Some question answer session? Yeah, she's and, in there with. And then somebody asks, "Yeah, you know, hey, look, they're not they're not cooperating. You know, what if they don't cooperate? Uh, it might be time to what to arrest them, right? Here, check this. Here's out. here's her answer. I Nobody's ever. No, I'm telling you that they, they 
the, 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 they're trying to be like, well, where are we going to put them? Where are we going to hold? No, I mean, I mean, those are the kinds of things they're trying to tread carefully. I mean, this is, I, I asked, I'm like you all. I ask the same questions. Well, what happens when they don't comply? I mean, the fact of the matter is, I, we held bar and uh, Secretary Ross from Commerce, the Secretary of Commerce, in contempt. Well, what happens if they don't continue to not comply? And everybody's looking at each other. We're like, we haven't had this ever happen before. Well, she's the worst. So I just want you to know I will relay your message. I will tell them they can Good. hold off those people right here in Detroit. We'll take care of them. Uh, and make sure they show up. <laughs> I'll bet you will. Okay. I'll make sure that you're in charge. Okay, that's great. Wow, she's hideous. She is the worst. Wow. They they are not interested in governing. No, they they're not interested in nope. rounding up Trump mm-hmm. and those in his administration. Anybody who supports him. In fact, didn't I hear this morning driving in? Um, Trump uh, said that uh, yeah, we'll cooperate. Just hold your impeachment vote, and then we'll we'll cooperate. In other words, if 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 it goes through the House, this is my understanding, right? Then then they'll start uh, cooperating, and uh, then the full trial. Um, I thought mm-hmm. that the. The role of the Senate was just to convict. Um, so yeah, it I, is. I, I, yeah, so I don't it know. Is. The timing on all this is crazy, and uh, it's going to get even crazier. But, um, yeah, I love that. She's she's ready to round up. Yeah, uh, before there's Trump been a crime <laughs> committed. So w- let's start with a crime. <laughs> let's start with that before you start thinking about, this is unprecedented. sure is. When you're talking about rounding up administration officials before there's been a crime. What crime are you accusing them of? A contempt of Congress? Well, nobody's been charged with that yet. Yeah, and that that doesn't meet the threshold of high crimes and misdemeanors either. No, it doesn't. <laughs> no, it's not impeachable, and it's not even. I mean, we're not even there. So why don't you wait until a charge of contempt of Congress has been leveled at somebody before you think of well, who rounds them up? The D.C. police or? Maryland troopers, Virginia troopers, <laughs> the National Guard, the Marines, who gets them? And where do you put them? <laughs> I just, wow. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. She is, uh, she's a joy to behold, <laughs> isn't she? An absolute joy. Uh, so is John Brennan. Brennan is out talking about uh, the Trump administration with anybody who will listen to him. Former CIA director under Obama. This guy sucks. <laughs> and, yeah. and has for quite some time. And we all know it. Uh, and listen to this blowhard babbling nonsense yesterday. Whether it be social media platforms or a lot of the you know news networks, they continue just to put out false information and it gains traction. And, and I can understand how so many Americans then are confused. Many Americans are going to send me emails going, how could you put a traitor like John Brennan on television? Yeah. Well, you know, you know what I mean? I, I right. worked 33 years in yeah. national security and I uh-huh. feel good about my record. Yeah, and there's a do. lot of false information out there that Is now there? people take as gospel. One of the things I I used to do when I had to travel overseas professionally is is read those CIA, the public fact sheets and CIA descriptions of the politics of and and what's happening in that country. How would the CIA assess the stability of the American government right now? 
Oh, well, if, it were, if it were assessing America as if it was another country? Uh, we would look at it as a very corrupt government that is uh, under the sway Shut right up. now of this powerful individual who has been able to just corrupt the institutions and the laws of that country. What would you say about the stability of the democracy? I, th I think it's uh, no longer, you know, a democracy if an autocrat is, has it in his hands. And right. people like Johnson and others are putty in his hands, Stop which it. means that the democratic principles uh, upon which this enough. country are founded are, uh, are eroding right now. So the CIA would All not right, assess America enough. as a stable that's democracy. That's enough. We got it. Okay. A, we're not a democracy. We never have been a democracy. So how could we be no longer a democracy when we never were one? If you've got the CIA director who doesn't even know that much, how do you listen to a word that guy ever says? What garbage. He would look at it as a very corrupt nation and no longer a democracy. Come on. Jeez. Thank goodness it's not a democracy, okay? Because those fail every single time they're tried, which is why we're not one. Our founders knew that and avoided that. Former CIA director. Yeah, um, he's really proud of his record. Remember when he said this? The president's strategy is mm -hmm. absolutely clear about the threat we face. Our enemy is not terrorism right. because it's terrorism terror. is but a it's tactic. A tactic. Yeah. Our mm -hmm. enemy is not terror no, because, because terror is a state of mind. is a state of and mind. And as Americans, mm -hmm. we refuse to live in fear. And terror. Nor do we describe our enemy as jihadists no, or Islamists, right, right. because jihad it's, is a holy struggle, it's a, holy a legitimate struggle. tenet of Islam, yeah. meaning to purify oneself of one's community. Jeez. And there is nothing holy or legitimate or Islamic about murdering innocent men, women, and children. <laughs> Indeed, characterizing our adversaries this way would actually be counterproductive. Okay. All right. Yeah, that's, uh, that's what he did as CIA director. Was he also the one that said that the the Muslim Brotherhood was mostly secular? Was a largely secular group, or was that Clapper? That might have been Clapper. Uh, either way, yeah, what Clapper. genius Clapper <laughs> those two! Jihad <laughs> is a holy struggle, so that that's not what this is. And the Muslim Brotherhood, the Muslim Brotherhood, are largely secular. Genius. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Uh, you know, a lot of us are in pain. I don't have to tell you that because you deal with it every day. Uh, and if that pain is inflammation related, maybe you've tried a bunch of things that just don't work. Please try Relief Factor. This could be the key to finally relieving that pain and letting you live your life again. Relief Factor is a hundred percent drug free. It was created by doctors. And it has four key ingredients that each help your body's fight against inflammation. That's why it works so well. There's a three-week quick start. It's just nineteen ninety-five. Give it a try for three weeks. If it doesn't work for you, move on to something else. Mm -hmm. If it does work, you found a solution to get your life back and get you out of pain. And this is to stop chronic pain? Is that right? Is that no, what we're doing here? No, no, not chronic. Oh, because not, chronic oh. is a, uh, a medical term and a legal term. And oh. so this is nothing like chronic. It's more like, like if you continual. Per persistent. Persistent. Uh -huh. Constant. Ceaseless. Yeah. Sustained pain. Mm -hmm. Enduring it. pain. Enduring pain. That's a good one. You yeah. don't even have the list in front of you. No. 
How did you do that? Right off the top of my head. Just a professional. Just a genius. See, I have to check my bookmark definition of chronic. Genius. Uh, Synonyms here. Yeah. (laughs) Yes, it works. I promise you it does for me. And it Mm -hmm. it works for Keith. And when Keith forgets or can't take it because of surgery, because sometimes they make you stop taking Mm anti-inflammatories, the pain comes right back. Yes, sir. Then you go back on it. Mm -hmm. And what happens? Poof. Goodbye. It's gone. Mm -hmm. Okay. If you'd like a drug-free, natural way to get your life back, ease that pain, Go to relieffactor.com. This is Pat Gray, the Blaze Radio Network. It's an unusual problem. Climate activists in England uh, last week accidentally flooded a street with fake blood. Fake blood was running in the streets of London late last week. Thanks to an elaborate and a ridiculously botched stunt by climate change activists. Uh, Activists with Extinction Rebellion. It's one of my favorite groups. (laughs) Oh, Extinction Rebellion? Yeah, they're great. I mean, I like their B-sides. Their singles kind of, you know, that's kind of pop trash as far as I'm concerned. But uh, sorry, I got diverted there. Go ahead with your... They purchased a decommissioned fire truck on eBay in hopes of spraying fake blood on the British Treasury building. But most of it wound up flooding the street instead. Had a little leak in in the hose, apparently. Maybe that's why the fire truck was up on eBay. Is that possible? (laughs) Uh, No, I I don't know that it was that or the fact that they just... What, I didn't, doesn't the story say something about they, they couldn't handle the hose? It got out of control or something? Because I mean, uh, well, they're just weak, you know? They're vegetarians, probably. They probably, can't, can't yes. A yeah, probably. Uh, the group said they were protesting how the U.K. spends vast sums on fossil fuel exploration while paying lip service to global warming concerns. Uh, so the protesters did manage to spray some of the fake blood, which oh, was good. simply water with red food coloring onto the building's facade. Man. But just seconds later, the majority of the fire truck's 475 gallons <laughs> ended up drenching the street and sidewalk after, oh yeah, activists lost control of the hose. Yeah, they lost control. <laughs> oh boy, <laughs> if you wake up so in the morning and you're, I'm sorry, if you wake up in the afternoon... Mm leftist protester mm-hmm. um and on your to-do list for the day is to spray spray fl- fake, fake blood, blood on, on, on the british treasury government buildings <laughs> you're a loser and you need to reassess your life three men and one woman were arrested and charged with alleged criminal damage uh, according to the bbc thursday's event comes in advance of a coordinated global response organized by extinction extinction rebellion where uh beginning to Pay activists from 60 countries. They're going to protest how their governments address climate change. Today, That's huh? today, yeah. Oh, goody. <clears throat> They're going to do this crazy today. stuff tomorrow to share. Won't that be fun? You think that if you're going to go through the trouble of buying a fire truck on eBay, which, by the way, I'm not seeing... Uh... I'm not seeing a fire truck for sale. Oh, hmm. wait. Oh, there's one. Oh, look at this. Oh, a 1980 Continental fire truck. Very rare. Thousand bucks, two bids are in. We have thirteen hours left to bid. For a thousand bucks, you can get a fire truck. That's pretty cool. I'm going to post this. Does it run? Wants to... That's the question. Well, let's just see here. This is Does it run? Very rare. Let's see. Click, click, click. Um, uh, it uses diesel. It's uh, very nice. It's running. Hmm. 
it runs. Wow. But you think that if you're one of these um, Extinction Rebellion uh, groups, you might want to do like a, a test run and actually try to spray like, say, water or something just mm-hmm. to see how it see is if you can. and you can control it. Yeah. These cats couldn't even hold on to it. No, I could not. <laughs> uh, by the way, an article here from the uh, Babylon Bee on uh, climate change. Babylon Bee being the uh, Christian satirical website. Mm-hmm. Climate experts have solemnly warned that we only have 12 years left until they change the dates on global warming again. <laughs> if we don't take action, then in 12 years, we'll have to explain why the world hasn't ended and come up with a new number. One UN scientist warned. <laughs> this is a very serious threat, and we urge everyone to hand control of the economy to the government Im- uh, immediately before we have no more time left to change the timeline again. <laughs> the scientific consensus <laughs> is that roughly 10 to 12 years from now, the world will be flooded with new doomsday predictions. This could all be avoided if we overhaul the economy and become socialists, according to non-political, unbiased, scientific-type guys. <laughs> Should we not change our ways, our old predictions will melt, <clears throat> dangerously raising the chance of us having to move the goalposts again, said Al Gore. <laughs> Do you really want me to write another book? film another movie and go on another tour in my private jet just because you dingbath couldn't be bothered to alter your lifestyles? I don't think so. Let's all get on board with this 12-year figure or we'll have to push back the date again. (laughs) And we we don't want that to happen. So I suggest we change our lifestyle Mm -hmm. right now. (sighs) More Pat Gray Unleashed coming up. Pat Gray returns on the Blaze Radio Network. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. Pat Unleashed on Twitter. Wink Pointerman twenty twenty tweets. Glad to see the thoughts and prayers I withheld sending uh, to Bernie because they're never enough. Actually, meant a lot to him and helped. It's great. Uh, Kool Aid with a C. If any of these Democratic Socialist candidates actually get elected uh, president of the United States. Pat will have to play the Soviet National Anthem to start each show, assuming he'll be allowed to be on the air, which, yeah, that will probably cease uh, under one of these buffoons. Swank Think tweets, It is infuriating to see conservatives not shining light on the truth behind Ukraine. All the documentation is out there. Glenn even compiled it in one place. I realize mainstream media is on their side, but seriously... The right can't disprove outright lies. Why? It's frustrating. It is. But it has been tweeted out. We've tweeted it. Uh, somebody in the administration, who was it that tweeted the uh, uh, the special? Uh, I found it as a campaign manager. Campaign um, manager, yeah. Yeah, Brad. <clears throat> I've, I've never heard of him. Brad Parscale? So share it. You know, we'll, it's up to us to get it out there. Constitutional Drunk tweets, oh, stop your whining about your 80-degree winter. It's 28 degrees here in central Utah this morning. <laughs> I prefer that. Yeah, me too. Stop your whining about your 28 degrees. That would be a Shangri-La to us. <laughs> <It would> <laughs> totally. B. DeBodine tweets, uh, when I wear my Pat Gray Unleashed t-shirt out, people usually point at it and ask, what's that? Which, of course, makes me immediately want to say, who pays your salary? <laughs> <laughs> yep. Uh-huh. Yep. All right. 
Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. You aware that Matthew McConaughey is now a professor at at UT? No. Yeah, he he's doing the whole. He's full time, full time professor at UT, teaching in the uh, in the communication department, teaching film, and usually his. In fact, I think always his films. They they study them. That is hysterical. I had yeah. no idea. He's been doing it part time since uh, the fall of twenty fifteen, like one semester at a time. But this year he's doing it full time. Isn't that amazing? Wow. Okay. I mean, I... And you're going to be pissed when you find out how much taxpayers in Texas are paying him. Oh, no. $12,000. (laughs) About $6,000 a semester. Obviously, he, you know, gave him a a bargain. And uh, that's that's pretty cool. Because, I mean, he doesn't need the money. Mm -hmm. And uh, so, I don't know. He's making exactly $12,009.60 a year. See... If I had as much money as Matthew McConaughey had, yeah, I can think of a million other things I would do before I would go and Me too. teach school. Me too. Which it shows a his love for University of Texas, mm-hmm. and b his love of film, I guess, and talking about it, teaching it. It's kind of cool. Uh, I, I'm not sure if he's conservative. I, I think he leans a little bit that way. I think so. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. We got this uh, questionnaire. Now this is sent home. Uh, Land of the Fleek sent yeah. us this, mm-hmm. tweeted it out. An interesting uh, worksheet that needs to be filled out that the parents sent home or that the teacher sent home with the kids. And uh, here are some of the questions. Home and appliances is the first section. A, do you use solar solar panels to power your home? If yes, approximately what property, what proportion of electricity do they provide? None of your stinking business. What are you, what? No kidding. B, size of your home in square, in square feet or square meters. First of all, there's no way to tell how many square meters my house is. See, that's a good point right there. Secondly, I'm not telling you the square footage. Shut up. <laughs> C, number of months per year the heat is used in your home. Uh, none of your business. D, fuel used to heat your home. E, number of months per year you are using a cooling system, air conditioning, or fans in your home. What type of light bulbs are most common in your home? But is this is this the uh, census from the federal government? Uh, That's kind of what no, it feels like. It does feel that way. It's from the stinking school. What? Why do they need this at all? Uh, type of water system, water heating system your home has? How many minutes in your average shower time? 80. I, that's about an average. 80 minutes in the shower, okay? In fact, a lot of that time I'm just warming up the water. Uh, about 75 minutes of that is just warming it up. Because <laughs> I can. Because I can. That's why. Yeah, it's it's me that pays the bill, mm-hmm. and uh, and it's... Again, none of your business. What temperature water is most often used to clean your clothes? Approximate number of large garbage bags generated in your home per week. What? Talk about intrusive. Uh, Food is the second heading. Amount of each of the following that you eat per week. Eggs, dairy, liters or gallons of milk per week, ounces of cheese per week. Vegetarian meals. Fish or chicken, beef, pork. Uh, I, 
what does this have to do with school? What does this have to do with uh, reading, writing, and arithmetic that my children are supposed to be getting at your stupid school? Mm. Again, two words. Home, school. There it is. Or one hyphenated. Yeah, I mean, it's a, kind of a preference thing. Then we get to the uh, transportation section of the questionnaire or inquisition. <laughs> Distance traveled. Going out with friends, shopping, sports, extracurricular activities per week. Back off. Wow. Distance between your home and school. Uh, wow. If a personal vehicle is used for uh, A and or B, what is the fuel efficiency of that vehicle? Okay. <laughs> uh, wow. Just, I mean... Trying to get these kids to think along a uh, environmentally friendly uh, wavelength. Then they go on flight information for the last year, <laughs> and then the total traveling. Really? And you're supposed to really figure all of that for them on a yearly basis. Yeah, if you want to take a look at this <clears throat> assignment, uh, wow. we tweeted it out, at Pat Unleashed. Um, I don't know what grade that student is in but yeah i i would scribble. I'd be in the principal's office i'd take a i'd take a black sharpie and i would write n u n y a on that and send it back with my kid none your business <laughs> okay no you're not getting that information and i think i'd like to go down to the school and ask them why mm-hmm. what, what are you trying to get at here what what should, what business is this of yours what what do you want to know this for what is going on here what are you the cia now it's unbelievable. Triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety three. It may be that we just don't have enough. We don't have much time left anyway because all hmm. of these sightings of uh, UFOs that were, you know, they're here now. And uh, wait, they're like ints. And this time, they're pissed. I guess so. I, I, <laughs> they actually don't seem to be. That's the good thing because we got all. We have all of these reports. We've had reports for. 40, 50, 60, 100 years. I don't know how long it's been. A long time. And they still haven't destroyed us, which they clearly could since they've got intergalactic travel already uh, pretty much down, and we don't. So You just got a Beastie Boys song in my head there. Um, Maybe they're just uh, toying with us. Maybe they're just uh, playing. And they're really patient? Yeah, and like on a moment's notice and it's just going to start zapping us they're like a cat batting a mouse back and forth ready to pounce on it and eat it <laughs> exactly that's what might it's be kind happening. of scary yeah <laughs> uh some interesting stuff here's a fleet of bizarre objects that was captured off the coast of north carolina last week look at this uh okay the... look nothing in the sky at all right and then all of a sudden whoa bam all those lights that? Look at all those tiny lights. Anybody tell me what that is? No. It's a fleet of uh, alien vehicles. On a ferry. Nothing around. Look. Nothing around. No land, no nothing. Right. And he scans the horizon. Just all those lights. They thought, I don't know, several dozen lights. 14, I guess, is what they count. Mm-hmm. 14 objects just circular lights in the sky. Uh, nobody knows what it is, what they are. I'm sure the government will say, oh, it's an optical illusion. 
Yeah, sometimes it's sunset, the sky does that, and uh, it bounces off the water, the light, and reflects back up in the sky as little as like 14 dots. <laughs> 14 dots? That's <laughs> really? kind of specific. It just happens like that? Yeah. I, I, yeah. Didn't, I didn't realize this, but <laughs> North Carolina is considered one of the most active places in the country for UFO reports. Oh, I didn't know that Including either. an incident in November when a fisherman mm. filmed two sets of lights uh, floating off Cape Lookout, um, National Seashore. Uh, National Park Service officials at Cape uh, Lookout told the Charlotte Observer they were not sure what the lights were, but labeled them peculiar. Hmm. So, okay, nobody knows. Powerful word. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, those were peculiar. Yeah, they really were. <laughs> They're they really sitting were. trying to come up with a press release. Okay, so how should we describe mm-hmm. this? We don't want to be com- committed. We want it to be strange. Yeah. Mm, not unusual. Mm. How about peculiar? Perfect. You like that That's one? perfect. Yeah, I like that. Okay. Uh, let me take 60 seconds to tell you about Riduzone. If you ever wonder why you can't seem to control your appetite, it is, um, it's in our nature. Scientists now believe and understand that our brains are wired for survival, and because of that, they can, it continually tells our bodies we need more calories no matter how much you eat. Now, your body does produce a molecule called OEA, which sends a signal to your brain that you're full, but if you're like most of us, uh, your body doesn't produce enough of it. That's where Riduzone comes in. Riduzone is made out of OEA. To strengthen that signal to your brain, you're full. Put down the fork. Let's move on. Uh, it's been great to see this work for so many people, and it can work for you. Riduzone is a safe, vegetarian, and gluten-free supplement, and it just tells your body to stop eating. And it kicks into gear uh, your metabolism so that you burn fat quicker. Use a promo code PAT when you go to riduzone.com. And you'll get 30% off a three-month supply. Go to RidUZone, R-I-D-U, Zone.com. RidUZone.com. That Unleashed. Okay, so there's the uh, 14 little dots in the sky, the, the lights out over the ocean near North Carolina. The peculiar dots. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. And then we've got a mystery object that uh, looked like the Death Star filmed hovering over New York City recently. New York City's been plagued by this, I too. I everyone, everyone to see. I'm filming New York City. I got something over the sky. Somebody somewhere. Right there. You see that little blinking is. red light? I do. Over New York City. Okay. All right. Uh, um, I that doesn't look like much. Believe in UFOs, but I think uh, I just got one right now. I'm not really sure if it is. If it's not, but well, let's oh. see. Oh wow! Huh? Kind of weird, right? Kind of peculiar. <laughs> it's peculiar. It's not strange. It's not a star either. It's not unusual, uh-huh. but it is, is it? peculiar. Uh-huh. No, it's not a star, that's for sure. Uh-uh. Uh, it's a really high street lamp. Oh, is that one? Yeah. A peculiar street lamp? Yeah, that might be what it is. It changed to different colors. It changed to red. Oh, maybe it's a, maybe it's a street light, like a, like a traffic light. Right. Yeah, yeah. Because yeah, it's really high up. Over the city. Huh. 
And look at it. It does seem to be split in half like the Death Star. So weird, right? Really weird. Could that be um, like a satellite? I don't, I don't know. Whatever it is, it's definitely peculiar. Trying to see if there's an update on that. I don't you know they're see calling one. this baffling. Oh, no, so this one's baffling? Yeah, so it's the, baffling. The lights over the ocean near North Carolina are peculiar. Peculiar, but this one's baffling. The one over New York City is baffling. Yeah. Uh, uh, a bright light comes in and shots. Yeah, they, nobody word, knows. There's, this, they don't even that. speculate what it might be. Don't even speculate. Mm. Yeah, we didn't even get a, uh, uh, a response from the National Park Service like we did the other ones, huh? Huh. Nope. Weird. Weird. Something's going on. Then there's a mysterious fireball that crashed and burned. Okay, what now? And it wasn't a meteor. Uh, this one's kind of interesting, too. It's uh, it's either peculiar, <laughs> baffling, or interesting. Or interesting. <laughs> Last week, bright flaming objects were spotted in the sky <laughs> over the island of Chiloé. Sure. Chiloé. In southern Chile, or Chile, before reportedly crashing to the ground and starting a series of small fires. Wow. Resident Bernadita Ojeda showed local local Channel 2 News where something fell from the sky and burned some bushes on her property. Now, after a preliminary investigation, officials from Chile's National Service of Geology and Mining say they've ruled out a disintegrating meteorite as the cause uh, after fi- failing to find any evidence of space rock at seven points where the where the fires were started. Mm. So what are we dealing with? Maybe superheated space junk re-entering the atmosphere, okay. or is someone testing their space lasers on Chilean scrub? Mm. Uh, technically, we're talking about unidentified flying objects. Yes, UFOs. Although nothing big or well-piloted enough to reopen X-Files, it would seem. So we have we ruled out that it's Arnold Schwarzenegger filming a new movie? Uh, I think we have. Okay. Because, I mean, that's how Terminator got here. Oh, that's right. Crashed to Earth. Naked. Like yeah, naked. I don't think he started any fires, though, did he? Uh, after the story oh. spread through social media last week... Leading Chilean astronomer and astrophysicist Jose Maza told a national broadcaster the object was likely either a meteorite or space debris. With meteorites ruled out, that would seem to indicate it was old satellite material or maybe a rocket booster. The geologist who investigated the scenes said they're performing a more detailed analysis of soil samples and uh, they're going to release their conclusions later this month. Okay. I'll be looking forward to seeing the findings. What do you want to bet? We never hear from it again. Never hear about it again. Hmm. It's pretty interesting, though, because this is happening all over the place. There's that weird snake-like UFO. Have you seen that over New York State? I know you like that one a lot. I like that one a lot because I can't figure out what that is. doesn't look like any... That doesn't look like any earthly object that that flies but that we it, know of. Is it peculiar, baffling, I, or interesting? Which one? I'm going to call it bizarre. I'm going to call it bizarre. Bizarre. Yeah, okay. It's bizarre. That's bizarre. All right. Uh, <laughs> yeah. No, I mean, if they actually know what this is, I want them to finally tell us. Stop treating us like children like we can't handle it. If you know what it is, just come out with it. And... And I wonder if it's just that we have cameras everywhere now. 
that maybe it's not happening as frequently, more frequently. It's just that we're capturing it now. Yeah, maybe. And I kind of feel that way sometimes. This is the only, this is the shred of hope I have for the world is I think, you know, maybe the world was always this crazy and sick and twisted. We just didn't hear about it because we didn't have as many information sources. Right. That's all it's I'm possible. clinging to. It's possible. A little bit there. <laughs> all right. You you keep clinging to that. Okay. All right. Yeah. A little piece of driftwood out in the middle of the ocean. <laughs> the ocean of despair. There it is. Because I didn't say it was a, it, that society's getting better. No. I just said it's just, it's always right. been this crazy. Sure. <laughs> uh, Pierce in West Virginia. Hi, you're on the blaze. Yeah, thank you for taking my call. Mm-hmm. I was just wondering, uh, you know, currently we have the football, which is a bag that goes wherever the president goes. Yeah. And that contains the nuclear launch codes. So now my question is, if Bernie gets elected, mm-hmm. are we then going to have the bat pack that would contain the reboot Bernie codes? Hmm. Battery pack. Oh, right. Um, perhaps. I I. I... Haven't really considered that, and I'm not sure Bernie's talked about that. Huh. Uh, but good question. Thanks, Pierce. Uh, let's go to uh, Tim in Tennessee. Hey, Tim, you're on the blaze. Hey, Pat. Hey. Great. Love your show. Thank you. Hi to Key, too. Uh, I got some good hope for everybody. Unless you're from California or New York, then you'll just want to stay away from our state altogether. Okay. Our governor has declared this coming Friday, Thursday, the 10th, Mm-hmm. A day of fasting and prayer in the state of Tennessee for the thanks for everything that God has given us. Is he acting like fasting and prayer does something? Yes, he wow. is. Wow. And it does in this part of the country. <laughs> that is great. That's awesome. Uh, that doesn't happen very often in the year 2019, does it? You don't? No, no, it doesn't. Yeah. Uh, who, what's the name of the Tennessee governor? What is his name? Bill Lee. He just got elected this year. Okay. All right. He replaced uh, Haslam. <clears throat> That's great. Thanks a lot, Tim. Appreciate it. We've got we got a great governor like that too. I, I don't think that Greg Abbott would be afraid to. Uh, in fact, maybe we've even done a day of fast and prayer. Have we done that before in Texas? Mm. It's possible. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's possible. Uh, he is also right now um, sending out sending out letters to Austin Mayor Adler. About cleaning up the poop in the city of Austin. (laughs) Because, obviously, that's the capital city, so that's where the governor is on a regular basis. And he has a chance to witness all of the uh, degradation happening now in in Austin because it's by far the most uh, progressive city in Texas. It is the San Francisco of Texas. And they're having the San Francisco problems, just like San Francisco is, with poop all over the city streets. Nasty. And so uh, the governor of the state is trying to get them off their dead butts to do yeah. something about it. <laughs> and he took to social media uh, to talk about it to the uh, Austin mayor. We have that video, yeah. right? Today I sent this letter to Austin Mayor Adler about the growing crisis arising from the Austin homeless policy. Some businesses are struggling to keep sidewalks <clears throat> clear. Some homeowners feel threatened. Some homeless are interfering with sidewalks, with streets, and with rights-of-way. Feces and used needles are accumulating at alarming rates. Yeah. Let me tell you, if Austin does not fix its homeless crisis by November the 1st, I will unleash the full authority of every state agency to protect the health and safety 
of all Texas. Now there's a t- there's a governor. There's a leader. There's a that mm-hmm. is a tremendous leader. And he is asking folks on social Jeez, media. I need you to to tweet at me the date, the location. Yeah, he wants um, to know where it is. All the stuff that's happening. Um, mm-hmm. He wants to make a list. He's cut, putting together a plan because I don't think that he has any faith in the Austin mayor <laughs> to come through by November. I don't blame 1st. him. I don't blame him. Uh, all right, you want to see something? Um, That'll lift your spirits a little bit. This is really something. Uh, There is, in in Los Angeles, a homeless woman in the subway system. She's just pulling around her shopping cart full of her, you know, uh, uh, her belongings. And she starts singing in the subway. And apparently it's happened before. And this police officer who's who's beat the subway is, uh, starts to record her as she sings. can't help but wonder all right how did a woman who sings like that and who knows italian opera right (laughs) she knows puccini how how did she become homeless i don't know but she's already played a gig over the weekend or sang a gig or however you want to do it she has offers for other ones and she and they raised a hundred thousand dollars for her on a gofundme page wow plus Plus, some big-time Grammy-nominated producer gave her a record contract. Oh, wow. That's great. Just so hard times. And, she, uh, yeah, she shouldn't be homeless in much much longer. That is that is really amazing. Obviously, set Twitter on fire. Mm-hmm. 888-900-3393. We'll see you back here uh, tomorrow for Pat Gray Unleashed.